Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. Hey, you're back. I'm back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, me too. It's nice to be back. Is it? Do yes. you feel nice? Like, are you actually getting to recover and rest now? After well, it's funny. So I drove back on Tuesday and... Um, Why do you sound so sexual right now? Ooh, I don't know. Well, I maybe... back on Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, no, I drove back on Tuesday and it was like, you know, it takes like 12 hours, 11 and a half hours. It's a long drive. And It's a long drive and I dropped my dogs off, fed them and went to a show. <laughs> of course you did. You're back. I am back. back at a show. I am back, back at a I'm show. Baxed and back. <laughs> baxed and back. Um, yeah, so, yeah, my band Cordova's is doing a residency at City Winery. Oh yeah, I need to go um, to that. Yeah, you should come on Tuesday. It's yeah. every Tuesday in April, and um, the the opener for last Tuesday, her name's Keishana Armstrong, and she, well, she did. It's a it's called the Keishana Vocal Trio, and they're fucking amazing. And yeah. I was like, I have to see a few songs. So I was like racing in. I like pulled around back. The band was like hanging out in the back. I was like, "What's up, hippies?" <laughs> and I just like ran past them to see Keishana, and she's just like so amazing. Nice, I'll have to um, check her out. Yeah, she's great. So, well, I mean, you mentioned the being vaxxed, you know, and getting to shows and stuff. And uh, we were texting earlier in the yes. week, and you said, "By the way, Saleta Palooza has." Begun. begun and I did not let you tell me the story <laughs> so that I can find out at the same time as our people are yes. finding out I've been um, on pins and needles though like when you walked in just now I was like come on let's go let's go let's, let's go, go, let's I go. Record. you were like I forgot I didn't um well you know obviously I don't want to do too much kissing and telling but <sighs> I have said in the past that like most of my like slutty phases when I'm traveling you know like is I don't, it yeah like I don't know. There's something I think that's like hot about not like being completely anonymous, but like you're new in town. It's like your yeah. fresh meat. And yeah. And, and I don't know if you've ever noticed, like, you know, when you go to a town that you don't live in, you're like, why is everybody so hot here? Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Well, specifically a, like bigger green, cities. Yeah. There's a grass thing. is greener kind that's of thing. That's true. Too. And also like here, it's like, there's a hot guy. Oh, hey, buddy. Like if we grew up together. Or something, right. Like, you can just, right. We just know everybody here. Well, and, but I find that when people, my friends visit here, they're like, 
everybody's so hot here. And Ugh. I think it's just like Ugh. the grass is greener kind of thing. Maybe you know? so. I do not feel that way about Nashville. But so, you know, I that's when I tend to be the sluttiest is when I'm like traveling. So I was in a hotel for a week. But wait, you were in like, I just This is where when you were texting me, I'm sitting here telling my boyfriend that I'm like, oh my God, Chip hooked up. Chip, like I couldn't even. And he was like, I thought you said he was in a hotel room with his mom and two dogs. And I was like, he is. That's interesting. I totally okay. forgot about that part. So how did that was, work? Um, just so give us it, every detail, man. So it happened on the last day. She, so, so right she before was I was checking out. Yes, my mom was already at the hospital visiting my dad. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> and the dude was like totally hot. He was a trainer. How did y'all meet? Um, on Grindr. Um, so, so it was like very transactional, you know, it wasn't like, okay. there wasn't a, there was no dating. I mean, it like we had sort of been like chatting back and forth for a few days, yeah. but it's like, obviously I'm sharing a room with my mom. Like right. it wasn't, um, it wasn't very easy to like make that happen. And I mean, I was also open to like going to somebody else's place, but, um, it just sort of worked out. Was it at nighttime thing? No, or this was a breakfast. Day. That's what I was like. It, it was like a little breakfast. It was like. At 11 a.m. I mean, so it was kind so of brunch. So what's the version of hooking up in the morning? Because there's like wake and bake, like if you wake up and smoke weed. But like, what would the version of... Oh my God, the woke and poke? Oh. <laughs> well, TM that there too. We'll add it to woke the merge list. Woke and poke. Um, yeah, the rise and... Well, as in grind, I think I feel like grind. I've heard. Yeah, but that feels more like a Bobby Bones kind of like get the work done kind of thing. <laughs> right, fight, grind, and feed. Yeah. <laughs> Rise and I mean you could Woke say like, and poke is pretty fucking perfect. I mean the funny thing is, is <laughs> rise and like grind scissoring. plays into the grinder thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You can't Then it's like then it's like um something about let's like, try to incorporate lick somehow. Like, <laughs> like what's a waking up thing that reminds you of that? Mm. Um anyway, okay, so you're on grinder talking to him for a couple days. Yeah. And it just... What so was, it was his on, name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's actually funny. I think he said... I think it was Dave. I think he you said You don't name. remember? No. Oh, my God. This is officially Slut of Palooza. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I think his name was Dave. I think I know who our Slut of the Week is. Slut of the oh Week. Oh, my God. I mean, it was like one of those things where I was like... Oh my God. Like what a relief to like, just get that out of your system to break the cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> dust off of it. <laughs> um, um, so you were texting with him, or I don't know how grinder works. Yeah, Messaging on grinder. You're like, Hey, I'm just visiting. Yeah. Hey, like, were you like, Hey, I'm horny. Like, what, I mean, how does this well, go? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, Hey, what's up horny. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. literally that horny fast. question mark. Yeah. It's like that. And then it you're just like, God, it never anal. worked out any of the nights. And then, Tried on the anal. last day, tried anal. He, I was like, "What are you up to today?" And he was like, um, "What am I up to?" I'm, I mean, he was like, work, like "He was working." I was like, "What do you do?" And he was like, "I'm a personal trainer." Of course, he is. Yeah. So um, you're like, "Do you want to talk about Peloton?" Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you suggest I do with my gut? Um, so yeah, it just was like nice and quick and transactional. And how was it? Great. Wow. It was great. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, glowing. I, I feel like you are glowing. I was just about to say that. I also feel like your voice is like oddly deeper. It's like you really, really? became a man. I really. feel like, <laughs> like earned my manhood. You literally passed over into your manhood. <laughs> we need to throw you like so, a, um, what are those Jewish parties? The, um, when they become men and it's, it's like, uh, what? Well, I can't, I think oh of the word right God, now. I'm it's so a bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Yeah. Chip needs a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Sledapalooza has officially begun. I mean, begun. we are off to the races. Wow. Yeah. 
Do we ever tell the people what I agreed to do if you, once you started Slotapalooza? <laughs> Can I be off the hook since we never announced it before it started? I mean, but I kind of want to get a video uh, of you doing it. Ride that golden rod. So there's this thing in Nashville. Okay, first of all, we need to explain to people who aren't from Nashville that downtown has officially... It's a circus. It's a circus. I mean, it literally has turned into like... Not Vegas Strip necessarily, but maybe our version of that or Bourbon it's, Street. It's, yeah, it's it's Vegas meets Mardi Gras. Yes, with Without a country twist. Yes, <laughs> like with just trashiness, general trashiness. Well, it's a lot of tourists, so let's not offend people coming to visit. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about it for me: like, come on, people, just respect Nashville, right? Well, that's because you're from come here. have fun. I want you to have fun, but like. Yeah. Respect it. And this, I think, has gone too far. Well, Go for it. speaking of trashiness, so it's a big, big hub for bachelorette parties. And, and it's pretty open now after COVID, which is a little scary, I think, to us. But we're like, okay, well, leaning in because the businesses need money is the truth. And so everything's back up and running. These pedal taverns are even back up and running, which is bizarre to see these like congregating people. Like, don't you, don't you feel nowadays? Huffing and puffing, right? Totally. Their like bar. when I see people without a mask or like in a group, I'm like, Oh my God. Like it just feels it's like weird. a weird panic. It's feeling, this weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm sure they have some sort of like you're with your group the whole time right. kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, one of the new things, there's all these different, there's like a wagon, there's uh, I don't even know, there's all these dance, they're moving there's like vehicles. Bus, they're moving Pick buses, there's like this long thing that has like a jacuzzi that sets 10 people in That's the back disgusting. of it, it's so gross. And there's always like the shirtless guy that leads the group in the dance parties on the mic. And, and when they pass you by, they, nobody looks like they're having fun until like you make eye contact with somebody and then they're like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and they all start dancing to like Shania Twain. Yeah, you know? it's like, like it's big Shania, big Britney Spears moment. Yes. I mean, it's there's a lot. See, to me, I always see the Jason bachelor parties. Yes, there's a lot of Jason Aldean. I am constantly being cut off by pedal tavern, so I have this like really bad traffic issue with them, and it causes me a little bit of road rage. I'm not gonna lie. Totally, they go like four miles four an hour. Four miles an hour, and I'm like, I've got shit. Usually, if I'm downtown, it's because I have to go to do something for work. You know, right. like it's like, and so I'm like on my way to work and I'm like, get the fuck out of my way, you people, because they're drunk at 11 a.m. kind of deal. Anyway, there's a new one and <laughs> it is it a, is the cream of the crop. I didn't even think it was real. I started getting pictures from of it from people like seeing it downtown, you being one of them and or like seeing it on some Internet. And it's it's th- a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, real. it's it doesn't it doesn't look photoshopped to me. I mean, I haven't seen it with my own two eyes yet. But. Right. Well, it sounds like you will. So <laughs> it's a large golden penis that you can ride like a mechanical bull. It's got a saddle on it. The with thing a handle. is, it's fucking brilliant because of all the bachelorette parties. It's they are so going to make smart. so much money. Anyway, I want to know who like ideated it and yeah. then who fabricated it. Like, I mean, it's it is it's veiny. So smart. Oh, it's just yeah, it's disgusting. It is so detailed. But when Chip sent me the picture, he was kind of dragging his feet on Sludapalooza, and I just felt like we needed to get this thing going. And so I said, "The second you hook up, I will ride that dick." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess video maybe, content coming uh, soon. My mom's there are, be there so are some proud. people. Um, I was talking to a friend of. I was talking to Mary last night, and she was telling somebody who I won't say his name, but like somebody who is very established in our music business is uh-huh. an older man, and mm-hmm. um, he was like, "There's no way." And she showed him the picture, and he got, his reaction was, "I'm calling the mayor." I mean, it's <laughs> like, gone, too, gone far. too far. It's gone too far. I mean, it, but it is like 
again, a big moneymaker, I think it's going to be because of the audience here yeah. now. I mean, it's like the number one bachelorette destination that there is. Yeah, it's... Um it is, we're going to see a lot of women falling off that thing, driving down Broadway. What if it fall off? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's I mean, it right. looks, it doesn't look like. I know how to like... ride a dick. <laughs> 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 There's so many jokes so that can go good. with this. So good. I'm not falling off that thing. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, man. Well, my update is nowhere near as interesting as yours. I actually don't even know that I really have a full update other than it's ACM week here in Nashville. And so I've been back to work, which is awesome. That's awesome. Who are you working with? Um, Dirks. I'm working with Dirks. And he is doing a performance with this band that I'm obsessed with. Similar, it sounds, to the woman you were talking about that opened for the Cordovas. But it's called The War and Treaty. Mm -hmm. They played at Seven Peaks last year. I don't know if you remember. But yeah. They are so, so amazing. And just in watching the rehearsals and all this stuff, I'm so excited for this performance because I just think it's going to be insane. Those happen on Sunday. So you guys can tune into that. I'm trying to look at the dates. The 18th, April yeah. 18th. Also on Monday, this is a little selfless shame. Uh, say, wait, what did I just say? I did the thing where you confuse the words. Selfless shame. Something, I, said, yeah. I was about to say selfless shame promotion. Shameless self-promotion, yes. but I will be on um, Twitch, do on, it's called Country Now, looking back at ACM Award fashion and kind of giving my favorites and tips and things like that. So you guys, if you have, I don't even know how to tune into Twitch. Do you? Is it on you, the, it's, you stream there's it? A, there's an app. I think you could just go to twitch.com too. No, okay. there's a Twitch app. Oh, yeah. okay. So you guys check that out. It's called Country Now. I'm going to be on, on Monday the 19th talking about ACM Award fashion. Um, okay, so this week I just wait really quick. Oh, I just pulled up the picture of the golden dick. Like I hadn't even noticed that it had balls. It has balls. Yeah, like hanging balls. Yeah, look at it. Oh my god, they're so saggy. <laughs> that's disgusting. It's, somebody turned their pickup truck into this. Let me you know see. I mean? Is that like, in a truck? Yeah, it's on the back of a, a pickup truck. How are we gonna find this? I don't know. I What's was hoping it that it was tagged. Drunk? Because, no. Barcels, uh, yeah, no. I mean, if anybody like, wants to see it, go to Nashville Uncensored Two, number two. I'm on sure you Instagram. can Google how do you ride the golden dick in Nashville. It's something. Yeah. See, it's like King something. Anyway, yeah, you can see the picture on Broadway Uncensored. But um, I mean, guess you might see me sometime soon. I hope so. <laughs> should we I do this to, Friday night? I mean, we should just go down and try and find it. <gasps> I'm gonna need a lot of tequila for this, by the way. Is this? fabricated like jizz drip that's i think just, it is are you sure i think that's a background it might be a background image i think you're really reading into this now oh lord <laughs> the saddle's pink you guys of course it is yeah. that makes total sense um okay for this week's topics chip and i have been all week for some reason it feels like there are a lot of news stories yeah, just like a lot in celebs going on yeah pop culture yeah world. so we kind of wanted to just Come in and talk about uh, now everything. All I can think about is the golden dick. Come in and talk. Yeah, okay. um, we wanted to talk about through a couple of those, and one was actually in reference to the conversation we had last week about Khloe Kardashian and her being body shamed, and then her kind of clapping back on that. And we totally talked about the whole thing. Well, you sent me this article that actually was so interesting um, that people weren't fully buying into her clap back. Yeah. What did you think about that? Well, I mean, it sort of centers around, you know, the fact that they, you know, have made a fortune yeah. off of their bodies, telling well, their bodies and telling people how to get skinny. 
Yeah. Um, Let's give some examples of what you read in this article. Well, you know, they've, they promote on Instagram like these teas and these um, cleanses and things that can actually sort of be dangerous. Um, if they're if misused. They're not, if they're, yeah, if they're misused. And I think when you think about the audience that follows them, there's a lot of young women that probably aren't very body positive. Um, and, you know, look, we work with people like people get paid to do to post these things and they're yeah. not really using the products all the time. So, yeah. um, you know, but fans want to believe that people are being honest when they're promoting these things. And the truth is, is like these women have the means to have really expensive daily training. They can afford to have surgery to alter their bodies. They mm -hmm. have teams of hair and makeup people that make them look perfect. Um, they have stylists that know exactly what to put on their body to make them look great. So it's not necessarily the cleanses and the teas and the things that right. are making them look the way that they're doing. So there, uh, th this article was like just sort of clapping back at the hypocrisy of like her being like, don't, you know, don't come at me when part of her business has been built on fat shaming herself. You know what? This is so that we kind of were talking about this earlier because this is essentially also related to the next topic we're going to discuss. But like, I'm just like, good God, people will argue anything yeah. these days. Like, it's just so annoying to me. I'm just exhausted by it. Well, I mean, it's just so indicative of the internet culture that we live in. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion and nobody can do anything right. Well, you know? right. And everyone's going to pick apart every single thing. I guess my question to all of that is like, why, why does her promoting things that make her body look a certain way fall into her not wanting to be shamed for the body that she has or whatever? Well, I mean, what I'll read, I'll read a little bit from it. It says Chloe Kardashian. This is from, um, darkest.hue on Instagram. So I don't even know who these people are, to be honest. So, um, but I just thought it was interesting. It says, Khloe Kardashian recently spoke out against her struggles with the body image after her grandma, her grandmother posted an unedited photo. I know, I didn't realize it was that, yeah. MJ. Her grandmother posted, I mean, that doesn't mean that this is even correct. An unedited photo of her at the pool. In recent Instagram posts, she re revealed that being called the fat sister has taken a toll on her body image. She then posted... Uh, proceeded to post videos of her skinny physique to prove that she isn't fat, as if it would be problematic if she were. Khloe Kardashian is still very much invested in fat phobia and diet culture. She does um, she does not get to suddenly be the face of body positivity, body positivity after years of recklessly promoting dangerous diet culture and making millions off of it. I guess like I didn't read what she said as and now I'm going to be the face of like body love and loving like right. I didn't read it that way. I read her actually owning up to the insecurities and how hard it is to be picked apart by the public. Right. And what that's done to her psyche. Right. And so, yeah, she's probably works out too much and eats, you know, a very clean diet or I shouldn't have said too much, but works out really like. Regiment, a lot. She's very regimented and all of that stuff. And then eats clean. Um, it's very important to her. We don't know what, you know, what kind of surgeries or procedures she ha she's had. Um, but I don't think that she was ever trying to be like, you know what? I'm just going to really say I am the poster child for owning your body and whatever. I think she's trying to get right. there. I think, but I think what this person is saying is like, rather than being like, I'm not fat. Don't make fun of me. She should have 
she should have handled it more like, yeah, this is my body. No matter what shape it is, I'm proud of it. Right. And rather than like leaning into like, don't make fun of me. Look, I've worked really hard. I'm skinny. It was bad lighting. Because then it's like, yeah, because then it's like, it, it it sends a message to people who are bigger yeah. that that is not good. That's true. I mean, yeah. that is fair. Yeah. I guess I just read so much of her statement to really own up to the insecurity piece. And totally. so yeah. if I'm insecure the about something, I want to be like, no, 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 wait, 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 look, look, look. Like this is what I've been doing in the gym because I am really insecure and you guys are like calling me the ugly one. So, you know, that's what I feel like I need to do right. to not be called that because that would be really hurtful. Right. I don't know. I see I see what you're saying about like why can't you just accept whatever? But if you felt like you were misportrayed, I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. Like Well, and look, the, like her life sort of revolves around public acceptance. You true. know, it's like she's chosen a job and a life that or created a life um you know, for better or for worse. Like I don't know if she really had a choice because of the family that she belongs to. Yeah. But um She's chosen a very public life and it just kind of comes with the territory. And it's like, and people are just going to have opinions. And yeah. at a certain point you have to not care what people are saying. Like, well, if you keep and that's going easier in said that than life, done. well, for sure. Yeah. And I but think Rob was like, fuck it. I'm getting fat. Yeah. Like, and sort of like, it's not that he's out of the public eye, but like gets, in comparison, totally. he's out of the public eye. But he still gets kind of lit up about his weight and people have opinions and stuff. Right. I just think it's part of their family too. But if you keep going with that and trying to build businesses, like you are opening yourself up. But what she said is true. That doesn't mean that it makes that easy. No. Like that doesn't mean that it doesn't make it, that makes that not hurt when right. people say those kinds Absolutely. of things and that you're not human. It's just like, it's sadly a part of the the territory with right. that stuff, which right. is really actually the it's fucked like up when, part. It's when, like when you have a fat nurse that smokes, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, well, you, uh, we're, I'm going to need you to step on the scale and you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, she's trying to tell you to be healthy and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I don't really understand that comparison though. I was just starting to think about well, that. Well, just, you know, it's, we, we can make that joke because it's like a nurse, but it's uh -huh. like, she's hawking, you know, weight loss products and has oh, like a workout show. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of have to like walk really? that walk if that's what you're going to be selling. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Have you ever had a picture taken there? Like I recently, this happened to me and I'm actually feeling pretty good about my body right now. Like I've been back in the gym and working out and stuff. And my boyfriend took a picture and I was doing this yoga move. And I just like, I think I said this last week, maybe even, but it was indirect sunlight. And it just like points out all your flaws. It highlights everything. I would have never posted that picture. Like, I mean, he was doing it to be funny because I was like in my bathing suit doing a downward dog. And he's like, what are you doing? You know, but I, I like as a person who's feeling good about my body, seeing that picture, I was like, oof, like I just didn't, cause it wasn't what I feel like I'm seeing in real life, totally. you know? And I sort of feel like that's what happened to her. It's that I was mean, like her need to like show the body and be like, guys, look like this, right. is, that was direct sunlight. Like nobody looks right. good in direct sunlight. Yeah, no, I, um, I've, I always think about the con the idea of the fact that like we, it is physically impossible for us to ever see ourselves the way that yeah. other people see us. I think that's right. Because even in a mirror, it's a reverse image. Mm -hmm. So it's skewed. <clears throat> I mean, and the camera, like it, whether, you know, you, we can argue the camera does add weight, you know, it's, yeah. it's just kind of what it does. So I 
I'll see my, a photo of myself and I'll be like, oh my God, how did I let myself get this big? And then I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, wait, I'm not yeah, that look big. Like that. Yeah. So, um, it is interesting. It really is interesting. It's like, I mean, I, I hate having my picture taken. I always have, yeah. like, it's just not my thing. And I think it's because it's like, it's a one, it's one view of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it it's doesn't, tough. it's flat and it doesn't have personality often. Right. And, I don't know. So, well, it is interesting. And I think that that this is kind of transitioning into the next topic, but just the argument of like everyone has an opinion about something, even when you come out and you say, look, this is what my intention was. And this is the reality of the situation. Someone's going to be like, oh, okay. Now you, that's just like the culture we live in right, right now, which is good to some degree because I don't feel like people are getting away with bullshit the way maybe we used to. Um, but it's also exhausting, right? Like, well, and it's like, I don't, the truth is, is I don't watch the Kardashians. I don't follow them. Yeah. Like the, the easiest remedy for all of it is to ignore it. Right. You know, like, like what happened to I, that? Yeah. It's like, these, care, these people are like, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't know who these people are that wrote this. Um, but why do they care so much? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Well, so that brings us to the next topic, which is Colton Underwood came out as gay this week. <laughs> and um, I mean, we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago or a month, a couple months ago with TJ Osborne coming out. Right. We were like, oh, good for him. Like, I'm really glad that now it is becoming so much more socially acceptable for any walk of life that um, you wouldn't like put your career in danger necessarily to own your truth about who you are. Um, but so the thing with him that was so interesting is that he came out and this is after he was the bachelor. If you'll remember, he was on the bachelorette. Then I think he did even bachelor in paradise. And then he was on the bachelor as the actual, you know, the bachelor. And so then he walks away with this relationship and my immediate first response to the article when you sent it to me was, Oh my God, I feel so bad for Cassie. Like we knew they had broken up a year ago, I think, um, or however long ago that was. And I think there was rumors about him being gay, but I just think about her sometimes and I'm like, I wonder what kind of betrayal that feels like because it's a secret at the end of the day, right? Like you think that you're in a certain relationship and come to find out the person is not at all who you thought they right. were. Right. I mean, I don't watch the show, so I don't know how long they were together or yeah. any of those details. But, you know, there, I think there's also like some people don't know, you know, like, yeah, but that's kind of what he said, right? He was trying to fight his own reality, right? Or he was running from himself is what had the the terms he used. And he was in the NFL for many years, which I think would be a very, very difficult profession to ever come out in just because it's just a bunch of dudes, you know? Hopefully that changes. I mean, is there anybody out? I think there's one guy who came out a couple years ago, but I don't even know if he plays anymore. Right. I mean, and how absurd is that? Well, right. You know, like there have got to be more gay men in the NFL that just aren't like, and who gives a shit? Right. It shouldn't matter. But if it's just these, a bunch of bro, these are the kind of mentalities that I think everyone's encouraging need to be changed. You know, like the bro down of, football or being in the locker room and whatever like a gay guy isn't just gonna be like looking at your dick because he's gay right that just it's not how this works yeah but that is kind of the things that would happen but so anyway you were telling me that now colton is a little bit under fire because at first it started as people being like oh yes good for you like own your truth and now he has a netflix special that they're coming out saying that he 
um, is doing. Can you tell us the premise behind this special? I can't I remember. I mean, it's basically what it says is um, it's just a series about him coming out. Okay. And um, I mean, it's, there's an article on TMZ about it. And um, his he's friends with the Olympian Gus Kenworthy. Okay. Who also came out of the closet. I think he was the first out Olympian. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, that might be giving no, him more credit. Isn't um, there like Greg Luganus? Oh uh, yeah. There's a bunch of maybe maybe out, um, still participating in the Olympics. Okay. Um, hmm. I I could be giving him more credit than is actually true, but um, the it's like apparently you know what people are saying is that like he's gonna be sort of be like coaching him into like his new gay life that's style. dumb like i, mean, I was thinking that the premise it could, itself is dumb but. yeah i mean look i think obviously i haven't seen it and i don't know what the creative is going to be but it's it could be really heartfelt but i i worry that it's going to lean really cringe worthy well it depends on if it's like okay let's talk about how this is affecting you emotionally to like come talk to these people that could be cool like you right. said like the experience of processing through the changes that are happening in his life right maybe. If it's about like, oh, let's go. Let's go to this club Or just like the, yeah. the, like the silly things that get put on gay people about like, you know, being flamboyant or anything like that. That sounds dumb to me. Yeah, I think it, I think it could end up like really treading into some like murky stereotypical yeah. waters. Right. But um, when I was just pulling up the article, it looks like there's another thing on TMZ that it, now there's some rumors about like a gay bachelor sort of spinoff sort of thing. I'm not surprised. They, yeah, I figured yeah. they were, I mean, they're doing senior bachelor, like they're doing seniors. Well, is it like people my age? Because no, I've it's, literally no, it's like 65 year olds that thank God, because it just makes it so dumb to watch mostly because when you're 20 something, you're an idiot about dating. And so that show has become so dumb right? because they're only targeting that market of people who can't really be ready to find quote unquote real love. Right. You know? So, okay. Continue. Yeah. Well, and then, so some of the clap back is, I mean, he is a cisgendered, very attractive white male. Right. You know, and, um, you know, his, the, the plight in his life, even coming out as gay, like, it's really just kind of a drop in the bucket. There's there's a shock factor to it because of his the path to yeah. stardom was you know through the being the bachelor, um, and so I think the media is eating that up and it becomes his like you know big story, um, and you know he's that face sells papers and mm-hmm. is clickbait you know, mm-hmm. and um, the the truth is is like he's not going to struggle as a gay man. <laughs> Because he's so pretty. He's beautiful. He's well off now. Right. You know, he, he has the means to live whatever sort of life he wants to live. So yeah. um, I found this. Someone sent me a post on from Facebook. I don't know who this person is. It's someone named Kevin John um, commented. But they posted um, the TMZ article about this um, j- journey to being a gay man for Netflix. And this guy, Kevin John Rowe, and now he's going to monetize this by having a whole Netflix special. Got it. I applaud anyone who has the strength and courage to come out. But when it's another wealthy, handsome, cisgendered white guy who will have everything and everyone at his fingertips fawning over it, fawning over him, it creates the false perception that this is the only ideal worth living. Again, for young people and 
or others in the closet, it will calcify the belief that because they don't look like him or receive the same attention as him, that their experiences are not worthy. Next mm-hmm. steps, cover of people, interview on Ellen, oversaturation on the gay news blogs, accepting a profile on um, accepting a Profiles and Courage Award from the HRC, guest panel judge on Drag Race, and dating Gus Kenworthy by July 4th. So it's just they're laying out like the stereotypical rollout of when a white cisgendered successful male comes out of the closet and makes right. it look so easy. Totally. You know? I mean, hopefully he owns up to, and I think he does. And a lot of, like I read an article on CNN where he was just like, I lived with this for so long with like just trying to stuff and stuff and stuff. I remember he was super overweight. Well, you didn't watch the bachelor, but he was super overweight for many years because I think he was probably like, that was his way of coping and trying not to be who he was or be seen, you know, whatever right. it is that people do with the, the food medicating thing. Um, I hear what that guy is saying and I do think that that would be something I hope that like Colton sees that kind of stuff and can include those kind of conversations right. or cast other people or cast, you know like bring so in other yeah, people help like other there people. are opportunities within this opportunity to get it right I agree but I don't think we can penalize him because he's a person in the public eye like for doing the things he's doing like having the Netflix special if he goes on Ellen to talk about his story like that's not a bad thing. No, these are like not at he all. was already in the entertainment business in the public eye on TV. So like now he's like, okay, but let me try to be more of my authentic self and use it for something to spread this. So it becomes more like it normalizes it. Right. The more we see something, the more it normalizes it. Right. So if he doesn't do the special, if he doesn't go on Ellen, yeah, we're not helping move this forward. It's a catch twenty two. Really, you know? is. but it I really do, is. I think that like what this person and other people are trying to get at is there are people like Lil Nas X. There are, you know, who it came out very early in his career. I think that's the difference. Yeah. He started out. I mean, I never knew him not as gay. Right. So it just didn't, it never even registered to me as any sort of difference. Well, but which is interesting because he normalized it from the get, from the the, get, from the get go. And what's making this story sensational is that, Colton he li- didn't Colton lied. He exactly. you know, and he covered it up and and very publicly lived a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, used his pretty face to his advantage, and now gets to sort of live his truth um, from a, 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 a privileged position. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. 
And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I do, from that perspective, I do hope that he acknowledges, and he did in these articles that I read, like, he's like, I wish that I wouldn't have caused anyone else heartbreak or, or harm right. because of my own inability to accept myself. Like, yeah. and I hope that he keeps that conversation going. Cause to me, that was the first thing that I thought of when this whole thing came out was just the people in his path. Like how misleading was he? He was on a full TV show about dating women. Yeah. Like that's so misleading and fucked up because it's, right. su- it's a mind fuck, yeah. you know, but he wasn't, or it, it's, that, it's like that saying where it's like hurt people hurt people, you know? And it's like if we're not willing to accept the truth of ourselves, then you will take other people down in your path. 100%. But, you know, as a gay man, you know, there was a point where I dated women. Right. And it wasn't because I was trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. It was because I believed that if I fell in love with the right woman, you I wouldn't, wouldn't feel these things for men. Exactly. I and, think that's what he was saying, and too. And that's... that's he probably was like, I'm going to take this to the nth degree and literally wear out my options. Yeah. And, you know, you get presented with a lot of really beautiful women. Oh my on the, God, the girl he was engaged to is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, so if you can't, if you're like, well, this is still not like revving my engine, right. then you have your answer. Right. So look, I, I ultimately, I think it's a great thing. Like we need visibility. We need acceptance. We need to move the needle forward. Um, we need to normalize gay people um, because gay people aren't going anywhere and we're all over the world and we need people to look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that like we need to make sure that the, like, the people in our media aren't whitewashing it. You know, I agree with that. There are so like the, the plight of um, of people of color in the trans world. is mm. I mean, it's a dangerous life. 
and they're just people. Right. They're people. And I get that it's different and it's hard for us to wrap our heads around things that are different. But if we can just look at them as human beings, yeah. we can we can move past the fear of the difference. Right. And we so I think it's important for our friends at Netflix and these places that are going to give Gonna, they're going to take the easy route. Mm-hmm. Like Colton works on television. This story works for TV. Mm-hmm. They're going to take the easy route. But I think it's important to um, also like challenge yourselves and like, you know, open the world up for other people. Right. So, well, hopefully they see these kind of notes and they will incorporate them into what their story is with this. He, it is an enticing story and it's like such easy TV. Like totally. that's just period. That's it. So I don't blame them for doing it. Let's just hope that they get some notes and incorporate a bigger picture thinking into this. Yeah. I mean, look, there's not a gay on earth who's not going to want to watch this show. Yeah. You know, is he hope, that hope, hot. I've I mean, always never been attracted I'm, to him, but maybe this is why maybe my gaydar is on. Well, you know, uh, he, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some photos of him right now where he's really hot. Um, he, I think he's pretty, but I just have never felt like, Oh wow. Yeah. But do you, yeah, I think he's pretty hot. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't so. think I love his personality. He's just sort of like vanilla to me. Right. Yeah. I, I've never watched the show, so I don't know anything oh about him. Oh my God. I'm remembering these, like, now that when I was watching the show, I was like, there's something about him that feels inauthentic. Oh my God. Well, there's there's this clip that's been circulating online that Billy Billy Eicher, or Eichner, you know, yeah, yeah, Billy yeah. on the street. I think it's him. Um, is like doing this interview thing and he, he says something like, I'm gay. I always lead with that. Like, duh. Like, and then he like makes a comment like, well, maybe you're the first gay bachelor and it cuts to Colton and he's just kind of like, like, Oh my God. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. It's so funny. Calling it like it is. He didn't even know what he was saying. Yeah. Maybe we just started a thing. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he's like, (laughs) he's like, look away from me. (laughs) Okay. Cut. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And scene. Um, Okay, last thing we want to talk about really quickly because I know Chip has a call. (laughs) I've got to work. He's probably going to get on the call on this podcast, so you guys excuse him if you hear him in the background. (laughs) Please hold. Yeah. Um, So J-Lo and A-Rod officially broke up today. Official. I mean, not that you didn't see this coming, right? right? But I said to you, I was like, in our news story thing, I feel like we have to talk about this, not because like another celebrity breakup is like so mind-blowing, and not that this one is even anything that none of us expected basically from the beginning like A-Rod does not have a good track record no. but I said to you I find it so fascinating that when like a woman like J-Lo J-Lo is beautiful to me like literally one of the most beautiful women getting in the world. more and more beautiful yeah. as she ages which is just mind-blowing she's so uber talented so successful she seems really kind um seems like very positive reactions from people like just all of these things that I'm just like, I feel like she has so much to offer. And it's so interesting to me to watch these powerful women like her, Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry, these people who you're like, every guy would be pawning after them, not be able to find a successful long-term relationship. And I don't, I shouldn't say successful because maybe relationships shouldn't be put in the box of if they don't last forever, they're not successful. Like, if you learn something, maybe that's the success Absolutely. you needed. Maybe. And it sounds like they're coming out of this as friends. I suppose. I mean, I mean that's what they say. A press release but, is a press release. Because there's all these cheating rumors with him, too. So, yeah. I mean, are they? Oh. Do they have kids together? No, no kids together. Okay. She has kids from a separate marriage, and so does he. Okay, yeah, that's Previous what I thought. Previous marriage. Okay. But it's just so fascinating. And I just want to know what that's about sometimes. Because I think a lot of us will put it in the box of... 
um, men have a hard time with really successful women and like being in the shadow at all. I look at him and I'm like, that looks to me like a picker issue because like he is notoriously a playboy. Like I think he's been a cheater like on multiple occasions. And, and that's kind of what you see with Jennifer Aniston too is like she picks these guys I have struggled with this as well, (laughs) like these unavailable men, you know, and that to me is just so fascinating because you can be so successful in so many parts of your life, but it doesn't mean you have it all figured out. Well, and I can imagine the challenge of just, I mean, these women are incredibly successful and incredibly busy, like finding time to even like nurture a relationship. Yeah. And, um, and that's also like you can't just date anybody. Your pool is a lot sh- more shallow. Well, I guess you probably don't want to just date anyone either because you need someone to be able to kind of be at your level. Right. You know but what you I mean? also kind of would be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go find a normal person. Yeah, but it's not like JLo's getting on fucking Bumble. No, you she, know, she like can't. that's what everyone's like. Oh, my God, she could have whoever she wants. And you're like, but can she? Because right. the reality is, is I do think the more successful, the more um famous the more beautiful you are as a woman can sometimes close a lot of doors versus open them like as a guy you can yeah girls are like throwing themselves at you but it doesn't really work that way like jayla's not walking into a bar where a bunch of dudes are probably hitting like who can i take care of for the rest of their life you know like (laughs) yeah no she's not and like I would imagine for, for JLo, all these women, like there is a level of excellence to everything that they do Yes, that they expect that they're going to expect that sort of excellence out of their partners. I think that's all right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's a, and those are big shoes to fill. Like I know. that's terrifying. It would be you know? as a like, guy. You mean? Yes. Because See, it's, you're, you're like, it's, you're emasculated out of the gate. I had a guy say to me one time, um, I just feel, I talked about this on Very Cavalry. He was very successful and also like in the public eye. And he said to me, I just feel like I have to have my shit together around you. And so I was just like, okay, so do. Like, I didn't get it. I'm just like, like, okay. Like, like, why does, why is that special for you? You know, like have your shit together. Also, it's like, don't you feel like I fucking feel like that every day? And like, do I have my shit together every day? Absolutely not. Like, the point is, is that every day you wake up and you're like, what can I do better than I did yesterday? Right. One That's foot in front it. of the other. That's but it. But like, I do feel like guys a lot of times get intimidated and shut down by that. And then they go to women who are just like, they don't feel like they're going to be challenged to have to get better or right. to like challenge that like, hey, that wasn't like enough. Or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen that consistently with guys I've dated at least. Like when he said that, I was like, you just summed up the biggest problem I have with men is like okay so do fucker like come on man like i'm tired of dragging you guys along but it's also like what's the issue like i don't know you should want that for yourself i know but i think not for me like just have your shit together right or just like try to get better it's like i don't think i think that maybe guys look at that as sort of this intimidating i'll never um not match up, but I'll never, you know, match up to the expectation that's being put on me or I'll never, whatever. And like, I know for me, I don't expect anyone to be perfect because I'm not perfect. And so I can't, but if you're not willing to be vulnerable enough to own your shit, admit when you fuck up or try to do something differently, if it's not working, like, I don't know what to tell you. That's like a life lesson. That's not a relationships are work. Yeah. They're just work. Yeah. So, and that's fine if you're the end goal is you're you're chasing the right end goal. Then, 
But it makes everything you better is in work. all of yeah, your life. Yeah, everything is like, work. Life is work. That mentality. I yeah. mean, I guess that's why I don't understand. I feel like a lot of times, like really successful guys. Oh, this is now. It's like this is about me. <laughs> 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 Last thing I'll say is like I just feel like a lot of times really successful guys can only think about they can only stay in the lane of like work being really successful and they need everything else to be easy. Right. Which yeah. is not realistic. Um, I do have a couple listener things about our ending. Okay. This okay. has been the new, the new topic of us <sighs> getting emails. We just don't know since we've moved over to the edge, uh, instead of at casual, we're like, how do we end this? And we, yeah, I got some, a message too. Yeah. We'll get to yours in a second. Cause, um, but we, we got a couple and this one says, Oh, this one was about, cause you keep wanting to call it slut of the week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just can't get on board with that. Like, I don't know. So she says, Hey Kelly, I was listening to the edge yesterday and I had a thought since you were not a fan of slut of the week stories, you could call it freak of the week. Love to listen to you and chip on the way mm. to work every Friday. I love that people listen on their way to work on Friday morning and we're like talking about sluts of the week. Like, I hope they've got what a way to start in their your coffee, day. You know? What a way to start your day. Anyway, it could do freak of the week. I'm still not sold on the whole idea. I don't know why. Well, I mean, why it, do I bump up against? Well, it there? really, it really like. It's not about whether or not like we want. We would need people to be willing to share their stories, so and it's you, not like they're flying in. I know, guys. So if you want this to happen, like give us some stories. Who wants to be the slut of the week? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like we kind of leave it in your hands. Like if you all don't want to share your stories, then we can't even have slut exactly. of the week. Exactly. Because I don't know Shit's that I can be keep the slut up the, the week every week. <laughs> <laughs> He's like got a new grinder person oh every my week. God. This girl says just finished listening today's episode of The Edge and put on the radio and this is on and she sent me a picture of the Aerosmith song and she goes I can't hear it the same now I hear you and Chip instead living <laughs> on, on the, the veg, veg. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay this is from Laura she says things I forgot to mention to you about last week's living on the veg my second grader had an encyclopedia for a spelling word um why encyclopedia get it uh, why? why we talked about this we're like remember encyclopedias <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, I told him it was Google before there was Google because he didn't even know what it was. Can you imagine? Also, as far as us being quote unquote ladies, I moved to from upstate New York to South Mississippi when I was 27. You better believe I died when the clerk at Winn-Dixie called me ma'am. What the fuck? I'm 27 years old. Anyway, love y'all. Can't wait for the merch. She did an eye roll because it's taken so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I love all the fooling around trying to figure out a new sign off. Oh, thank you. That's fine. Okay, speaking of sign-offs, so this is from Harmony. Hey, Kelly, thinking about a sign-off for the Edge episode. What about stay edgy or keep it edgy? We might have read that one already. Sorry if I'm... Um, repeating. So then I got this fortune cookie from one of our listeners, went to a restaurant, got a fortune cookie and his fortune cookie says, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. And he goes, I just, he goes, I had literally just listened to y'all's episode where you don't have a sign off. And he he said, I felt like it was like a God thing. (laughs) So if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Which I love. I think it's hilarious. But I Googled it and there's a book by that title so <sighs> it's I just think, like living on the veg then. yeah and it's a little bit um wordy 
Maybe? Yeah. For, yeah. for an every week. I don't know how we make if it If you're not snappy. living on the edge. When you're taking up too much space. Judging? Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something that's a little negative about it. It's a little like nasty or yeah. snarky. Yeah. We, we would need to have to figure out how to say it like kind of bitchy. Like we're basically like if you're being a pussy, get the fuck okay, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so we did. What? How did we get to this new well, ending? I, so I got um, a message and then I went back and forth with... Um, a listener and it w- basically it was like she she's with us on the struggle and she really misses we just can't the hear word because you, you're oh <laughs> i'm really bad i'm not a good microphone user um she misses just the like act casual I you know. know and like the vibe of it which so, was so silly that it's hilarious that we all got so attached to right? it right okay, and i never could get that right either right. really if you think about it, <laughs> that I'm was like, part of the joke always remembered uh, we like finish the sentence um so she suggested trying to combine them and i think we might have come up with something i already forgot what i'm supposed to say um well wait whisper to me don't wait hold on a second guys oh yeah okay okay something like that okay okay so we're gonna practice we're gonna try we're gonna try one so what if i go when you're living on the edge always remember Act casual. You forgot to say the word too. Oh, always shit. remember too. <laughs> okay, wait. So I say when you're living on the edge, always remember to <laughs> act See, casual. Not, it doesn't flow as good when always I say to. Always remember two. to act casual. Why can't I just say always remember? Act casual. I mean, I like guess. it would just be. It's like it's like an unsaid colon that happens in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get that. Or is it a comma? I think it's a colon. It's like I think it's a colon. Always remember colon, colon. but everyone just has to know the colon in their right. head, guys. Yeah, like I'm not gonna go colon. No, if we need a colon or the what word if too. It was, when you're living on the edge, colon. <laughs> Act <laughs> casual. That's colon. too far. Okay, let me try it one more time. This is going to be the new sign-off. You guys email us at at casual at velvetsesh.com if you like it or don't like it. We can take feedback. Honest feedback and, and kind criticism we'll take. <laughs> kind being the keyword. I mean, everyone's got an opinion. Uh, Might as well send it our way. This. Okay. <laughs> so send us your slut of the week stories and your, your feelings about this new sign-off. Here we go. When you're living on the edge, always remember to act casual. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.